This is season two of Your Favorite Cousins. Happy New Year. Happy Holidays. Whatever you celebrated. It's 2020. What, what? A new year. We want to do things. Hopefully you're keeping those reservations. Resolution. A little tongue-tied here. (laughs) Um, So we're going to have a special 2020. um, Bring it back recap some things that happened talk about some things that already happened so far in 2020 if you don't remember i'm cousin lee we have cousin yeah cousin sean here i'm on the line (laughs) and who else is on the line this evening (laughs) yeah i know nadia here what's up (laughs) some of our other cousins are traveling the world and raising children right now so you know the deal they will pop in and pop out as we record more episodes so uh let's get this show on the road all right, so we're going to start off on a low note right now. So this has been a really rough and emotional week. I know I've been feeling my emotional energy has been really, really high and my spirit's been heavy all week. But all of America remains in shock at the loss of basketball legend Kobe Bryant, a.k.a. Bean, a.k.a. Black Mamba. On Sunday, January 26th, Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gianna lost their lives in a tragic helicopter crash in Calabasas, California on their way to a youth basketball tournament that his daughter was playing in. So Kobe was a shooting guard in the NBA, playing his entire 20-season career with the LA Lakers, and he retired in 2016 as a five-time NBA champion, 11-time All-NBA first-team selection, and 2018 MVP, two-time finals MVP, and 18-time All-Star and four-time All-Star MVP. He also won gold medals with the USA Basketball at the 2008 Beijing Olympics and in 2012 at the London Olympics. Seven other passengers also lost their lives in this tragic accident. So well-known California basketball coach John Altabelli, his wife Carrie, and their daughter Alyssa, who was a teammate of Gianna. Gianna's basketball coach, um, I believe her name is Christina Mauser. Mm -hmm. Um, Peyton Chester was another teammate of Gianna and her mom, Sarah Chester, and the pilot, Ara Zabayan. So Kobe Bryant left a strong legacy behind, and we honor that. So our sincere thoughts and prayers go out to his wife, his children, his entire family, friends, the NBA, as well as to the families of the other passengers and to anyone that's been affected by this loss. So heroes come and go, but legends are forever. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace, Kobe. And Gianna. Yeah, that was and a rough one. Of, and Gianna. Yeah, the rest, rest of the, the people on the plane. Yeah. Yeah, that was a rough one this week. So mm-hmm. now that we got that heavy stuff out of the way, let's just recap on a couple of things. So we're going to rewind back, and we're going to talk about one of my least favorite people. Least favorite. <laughs> Love. She is at the top of my least favorite list. Okay. She is definitely in my top five of least favorite people. We are talking about Lonnie Love. And if you don't know who Lonnie Love is, she is that wide back black lady (laughs) that sits on the panel. That sits on the panel of The Real. And let me tell you why I don't like her. So a few weeks ago, Lonnie Love on The Real was discussing her thoughts about infidelity and black men. And she stated that a lot of black men do not know how to have faithful relationships. And she said, and I quote, I'm quoting her directly now. I do not speak for the black community, but I do think a lot of black men, they really don't know how to have true faithful relationships. 
They think because they have money, they have power, that they can treat women any kind of way. So Adrienne Byline, who is also a panel member on The Real, she chimed in to say that she thinks that that's an issue across the board. So Lonnie comes back and says, no, it's not a, across the board because what's happening is that we're still dealing with the point of slavery and we are descendants of slavery. And because our families are broken up, we do not have an idea of how to have togetherness because our families are broken up. She ends by saying, you have to understand the psychology behind it. Now, before I fire Lonnie up, what are your thoughts on this? Well, you can't make a statement like that and then say you're not speaking for the black community. Right. Because at Thank that point, you. right, you're speaking for the black community. So my thing, I mean, like, Adrian and uh, what's her name? What's the Asian girl's name? Jeannie. Jeannie uh, are both Jeannie. Uh, <clears throat> dating, are both minorities, but they're both dating minority men. Right. So Israel is I don't know all of his. I think he's race. Hispanic, right? But but he's a, mm-hmm. a a a man of color, and then yeah. So I think well, for them, Adrian's like, married to him though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. and so. um, you know, Jenny is with um Jeezy, Jeezy. So you know, I think if that was me listening to somebody speak about a man that I'm with, or that has some kind of heritage of the man that I'm with. I would feel some type of way too. And I think that they were trying to say, no, it's that's it's not just you. It's all men. And I think right. okay, I mean there, a lot of what she says, there is a point we do have an issue with going all the way back to slavery. But you but she's not even with a black man at this point and has not been with exactly. a black man for a while. So you have two of these okay. women over here that are dating men that you don't like. They're not your type and you got something to say about it. It's like that's mm-hmm. not your lane right now and you don't even need to be driving in it because you got James over here who grew up in a trailer park and <laughs> he's not a black man. So don't talk about don't talk about what you don't know about anymore. You know, like if you're not in that industry anymore, if you're not in whatever, like I used to work with computers, fixing computers, viruses, whatever. That's not my lane anymore. So I can't tell you anything about that because now I work in education. Mm -hmm. So my information is outdated, you know, because I haven't had that experience anymore. And she has, you know. Now to an extent. Now, to an extent, I understand what I understand what she was trying to go with. Right. But my issue with Lonnie is, like you all said, you can't make comments like this about black men when you're dating a white right. man. Now, I don't care what race her man is. I don't care who she loves, who loves her. I don't care about color when it comes to relationships. But if you're going to black men, be done. Don't bash them every chance right. that you get. Right. Mm-hmm. And if like Nadia was saying, them, you know, don't be with them. Like, don't don't be with them. Don't circle back. Exactly. And be like they are horrible. Da, da, da. You had your experience with everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, don't make everybody that general, has. Don't make that general. Mm-hmm. Don't take that general blanket statement about something that you don't want any parts of anymore. And I felt like, I mean, right. she teared up. She started to cry and all that other stuff. Uh, she was speaking, my she was speaking my, from a place of hurt. 
Not oh, yeah, because right. I think I think she got hurt by a black man. And of course she did. She got hurt by her father. She got hurt by black men. Yeah. Like that's not a secret. And but you don't you, get to throw every black man under the bus. Yeah. Yep. But my exactly. thing is, don't sit there and say, "Oh, black men get money." No, because broke black men cheat. Okay. So it's not right. that. A black man with money is gonna cheat because this is a black man that got two dollars in his pocket. Who <laughs> gonna go cheat on his listen, baby mother? There's a there's a, there's a, home, there's a homeless man living in a tent that's got you know a, another chick down the street in another tent. <laughs> like if he gonna cheat, he gonna cheat. It don't it don't matter exactly. if he live on the street or matter. if he live in a mansion. Like if that's just in his nature, then that's just in his nature. And it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with, you know, his race. And I just think it was just from a place of hurt. And for her to say the psychology of whatever, you don't have no degree in psychology. Okay. First of all, can we talk about it's income tax season? So (laughs) so he will go back to his baby mama anyway to go get a pair of Jordans. Okay. Girl, you can, or he gonna try to, or he gonna try to flip that twenty seven hundred into five exactly. Okay. Or he gonna need, he need somebody's <laughs> social security number on his own taxes. So right. Like, or he trying to claim one of her ninety eight kids. Exactly. Like something's happening. Right. But my thing is, like Nadia was saying, you know, she's the thing about her statement that really got me too is like Nadia was saying, you're saying. I don't speak for the black community. No, girl, you don't. But, right, but you are a representation right, on the national platform. Right. And if you're going to talk bad about our men, right. what do you think others are going to do? Right. And now don't get me wrong. I've had my share. We all have had our share of issues with black men. And like I said, you know, I've said my share of negative things about the specific black men that I've had issues with. But what I won't do and what I won't let anyone else do is talk about black men as a whole and make generalized statements about men based on their own personal negative experience. Right. right. Everybody's had them. Right. It's almost like we talk about certain things at the house, like certain conversations you're going to have at home. You know, now I might say something bad about, you know, a guy that I had a negative experience with, but I'm not going to go out in public or on the street or talk to people that don't look like me to say something right. negative about right. a black man. Right. And that audience, I'm not tearing you audience, down as a black people man. people in the audience, you know, that go to daytime TV, they don't look like us. <clears throat> they don't look like exactly. Lonnie Love. You know, exactly. so now you sitting in exactly. front of them telling them how bad our men are and you not even you you with the men that look like them like mm-hmm. you don't have you don't have a place to talk about it anymore because you swear that black men don't want you and whatever whatever so mm-hmm. just zip it and let it go mm-hmm. okay so because, so let's bring up this next point Tyrone cheated on you don't mean Raheem <laughs> gonna cheat on you okay but it might, right. be, it might mean James is gonna cheat on you from the, it from might the trailer mean park he an mm-hmm. out of work actor and now he's on her payroll as her manager. Mm, how about that? So here's the next part. Something else she did I didn't like. This was about a week and a half ago. So she posts on a social media a pic of her and her man, James, with the caption saying, and I quote, some folks so mad I have a dude that likes me for me. I joke, I drink, but I know I'm black. Get over it. I hope you all find some happiness. When I tell you I read that and I was like, girl, what? Don't what nobody care about you being in a relationship. Right. 
who's talking about you and James? Like, who's mad? I'll tell you what I'm mad at. I'm mad that she can be so reckless projecting her insecurities when commenting on black men. Right. Now, that's something that she needs to get over. Right. Whenever she speaks about black men, that leads to the point that you both are saying. Whenever she talk about black men, she's saying something negative, and you can tell that it comes from a place of hurt. It comes from a place of insecurity. So I would say to Lonnie, you need to fix yourself. You need to deal with whatever it is that you're dealing with before you get on TV and start talking about a race of men that look like you and you're dating someone mm -hmm. that doesn't. I got I a question though. It. Like, um, I've really never heard that. I really never knew she was a comedian until she got on the reel. I never heard of her. But she's not funny. She not used funny. to be on, um, you know, BET back in the day, but she never, I think maybe she went on tour with Cheryl Underwood and when they did the um you know the women <clears throat> of comedy tour like they did with the um uh, with Bernie Mac and them. So she hasn't been relevant really. She's still not relevant. Since since then. Maybe she right. was on a radio show. Like I can't really tell you what much she did after the nineties. I mean I can tell you, everybody kind of knew who everybody on the reel was. Right. Except for her. Yeah, so I think maybe she had a radio show. Um, maybe she d did a couple tours. I definitely know back in the day she was on Comic View. Um, but I'm not sure what she did between. I don't Lonnie remember just show. Always I don't like remember, that. you know, anything major from her after that. She never really, she never really made it big, but nobody, none of them. I mean, no shade to the real, but nobody there ever really made it big, right. um, except for Tamara and Adrian. They were, they were like the two biggest. Names I mean, on there. Big, I mean, Adrian is a whole cheetah girl. She's a whole cheetah hold girl. Hold on, right? Hold on, she a whole cheetah girl. So you got yeah, but it's two. It's twenty twenty. She is getting. She's getting the residuals. She's I still get getting it. a cheetah girl she's check. Getting a cheetah girl check. Yeah, but. D don't nobody and she know was who all, the she, girls and, are like and, hold up but I know they the, remember uh, her I know they remember her when back when she was dating Rob Kardashian true. when he came mm -hmm. out with the true. Arthur George sock true. so I mean exactly. I mean Adrian Bailon she not like hot hot but she more hot than Lonnie and right. Samara is more I hot think than Lonnie. When they had Tamar on there. Tamar, yeah. at, at was Tamar, the Tamar was the biggest star. name. Yes. Tamar yes. was the biggest name. Then it was kind of between Samara and Adrian. Then Jean. And if you want Lonnie. my honest opinion, and if you want my honest opinion, I think ultimately Lonnie was jealous of that because Lonnie took the has taken the role as the as the main. She's the Barbara Walters of the yeah. group. You know, she's the main moderator. So I think that she took that role a little bit too serious. She's taking that role a little bit too serious. And she's finding a way to say things that make you look at her like, Lana, you really trying it. She, her hair because you got a platform. Ain't really start looking good until like about a year or so ago. <laughs> I'm like they was really doing her hair bad with Tamar because was they were spending the hair budget then, on Tamar. <laughs> Tamar them had the hair nails. Yeah, and then so they done took Tamar, Tamar hair budget left. and gave it to Lonnie. Yeah, Tamar left, and then all of a sudden, oh, she started getting some nicer looking wigs on that show, or because her white boyfriend 
got her a hair budget. Right, because he's her manager. No, this now. was this was before the white boyfriend came. This is before the white boyfriend mm. came. All of a sudden, you know, they start using the good hair on her. They start giving her the good bundles. And now the only thing that Lonnie, the only thing that Lonnie has ever said on this show that I agree with is the part where she was like, you know, if you see me, and it, it might not have been her, it might have been a guest, but she was co-signing it. Where it's like, if you see me, you know, I've done my share of, of dating, but when you, if you see me with an other, you need to mind your business. Now right. I do agree with that. You know what I'm saying? Because who I want to be with or who I love, that ain't got nothing to do with you. And I don't care who she dates. I don't care if he's white, brown whatever but i got a problem you date who you want but stop talking about our men they got it hard enough out here just stop right just stop you're adding to the and if they don't love you just as bad just not love you like don't keep just as bad she's just as bad as the black men that vocalize why they don't they yes. black women. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is and why I can't I stand that. That's a whole other conversation. Date, date y'all because y'all talk <clears throat> too much. Y'all this, y'all don't listen. Mm-hmm. Then just leave us alone. Leave Go, us alone. Love who you love and just leave us alone. Like, don't keep right. coming back because if it's still, if you still want to discuss it, that means that it still means something to you. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and like I would, because I was at work the other day, and this guy he came in. I don't know what happened, but all of a sudden he's sitting there going off. Oh, this why? Excuse my language. This why I don't like Philly bitches and this that and third. And I started to say, hold up. Now wait a minute. I don't know what just happened, but don't sit there and stereotype all Philly women just because you just had one bad experience with one Philly woman. Mm-hmm. Because I'm a Philly woman. I'm not a bitch, but I'm a Philly woman. <laughs> so don't sit there and put all Philly girls into some category. I don't know what she just did. I don't know what she just said. But don't get cursed out in here because I curse you out. See, so you got a problem with what just happened, the way somebody just talked to you, whatever. Then it, take that up with there. the individual. Yeah, but you, you can't. take that up with don't, right, you don't, don't know stereotype me. all Philly Mm-mm. women. If you want to only date girls from Jersey and girls from <laughs> Delaware and girls from New York, then you date girls from New York. That's your prerogative. If you don't like mm-hmm. to date girls from Philly, then, then don't date girls from Philly. Right. That's fine. That's your prerogative. But don't sit there. That's why I don't date Philly bitches. Oh, watch them out. <laughs> my mama's a Philly woman. My aunties are Philly women. My grandmama's a Philly woman. Don't do, don't do that. Don't do that. Right. Right. And then you're about to open up a whole door of things, and we're about to have a discussion on the side, and we're about to go somewhere that's off camera, and I'm about to pull my tears out and do something real <laughs> that I ain't supposed to do, because guess what? I know the police are right here, and they're going to back me on this. I know the police are right here, and I, I leave you laying across the street in front of the firehouse in the fetal position, okay? And I tell oh, them see. I found you out here. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it, unfortunately, yeah. people, when they speak from a place of hurt, they don't always release that. So whoever hurt mm-hmm. her, she got to forgive them she so needs that to deal she, with can, it. she can speak of a place that's intelligent and not, right. you know, because I mean, I'm imagining in her lifetime, she hasn't dated hundreds of black men that she can have any kind of scientific data on it. Oh, one tenth of blah, 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 blah. You don't have any numbers right. like that. You're not well, a scientist. Well, she used to say so. on the show that she wouldn't, that, that, you know, she wasn't dating people, but she was going, I guess she was, like, in situationships 
Then that's men. her fault. That's her fault. That's what she used to mm. say on the show. Like she, she was, you know, I guess she was doing her thing or whatever. But she hasn't she dated actually in a, a man, a black man from ev- all the fifty states and the territories to give us any kind of scientific uh, data on speaking about a general statement of black about black men like that. She has not mm. done that, so she needs to just go on and be happy with James in his trailer park. Yeah, and, and just keep it, just keep it over there. Yeah, so keep just, it on there. But, but speaking of interracial relationships, we're going to move right along. <laughs> so <laughs> one more thing we're going to talk about is Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. So Prince Harry and Meghan yes. Markle are stepping oh, down. Hail the Duchess. Yes. <laughs> yes. So they are stepping down. So they are stepping down as senior royals and they have moved to Canada. And by stepping down, they're renouncing their positions and the Queen has said she is not funding this decision <laughs> so you're on your own and he's like bye so me personally I'm happy for them I feel that since they got married I feel that the Brits have been very racist and right. overly critical Megan and I think they made it obvious that they didn't want her there so it's like now that soon as they announce that they're leaving it's like now they're angry that she's leaving or that they're leaving and it's like well you kind of forced her hand a little bit you know, I think in general that they were unhappy with Eliza's royals. I think Prince Harry, you know, he'll never be over the death of losing his mother, um, Princess Diana. And being a royal, I think, reminds him of the lifestyle that ultimately led to her death. And I think for Meghan, she was never comfortable. I think that by marrying him, she lost a sense of normalcy. So I saw this post the other day that said that the Brits are mad that they can't control another black body because white people believe it's their God-given right to do so. Mm. And as much as I hate to say it, it kind of makes sense. Right. You know, it's like she damned if she do, damned if she don't. Right. You know, and ultimately they treat her this way because she's black. Right. And they you they have been so overly critical. You can tell. And they didn't the treat disparity. her sister-in-law in that same manner. They just no nope. love, love they Kate. love what's her name kate kate, kate. Mm-hmm. or Catherine. they just like love that. yeah i mean she was they kate love her a little while i don't know if now she has to be Catherine, but you know right. they just love her love her they you know, love she her just, she's just the best mother she was so beautiful pregnant she you know she the, the same thing that they did to megan megan immediately gave birth and had a press conference Mm-hmm. You know, yep. oh, look at her. She was just Kate did the same thing three times. Three times she had to do the same thing. But they were so hypercritical of Megan doing it. Oh, you mm-hmm. know, look at her with a full face on after having a baby because that's their royal protocol. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and the mm-hmm. things that they said about her and all this other stuff, you know, I guess people just didn't know about it or they didn't see it. But I saw the tabloids and I would see, you know, people post it side by side for the people that didn't mm-hmm. think that racism I played a part in it. Too. And it was Where like, the one, it was like one side, you know, um, Megan was holding her stomach and they were sitting right. like, why is she holding her right. stomach so much? But then right. on the other side, Kate was holding her stomach. Like her cradling the baby. Yeah. You know, and like I'm all like, this other stuff. You know, pregnant. I mean, but, that's but, what pregnant women do. But like, people don't. Problem? I don't know if they like believe. You know, because in some places, the UK racism is a little different. Um, mm-hmm. It's not as 
blatant, I think, in some instances, like it is in America. And so maybe mm-hmm. people just didn't realize, um, you know, but maybe she's coming from a, being American and being in Hollywood, she sees things differently. And, mm-hmm. you know, her husband was, de- he's definitely much more like okay. Diana. You know, mm-hmm. he was, he's very caring and just the way he interacts with people and he touches children and things that he's not supposed to do as a royal. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. they are a good match for each other. But I think, you know, maybe for, for him, maybe it was like, this is this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to end up like right. my mother. I don't want to, you know. It, you know, she's, I think it has a lot to do with him his own personal feeling about yeah, it yeah like you're saying but i also think that too no one wants to be in a relationship with someone and see that they're miserable right. when she did that interview after she had her baby and was talking about you know postpartum and you know whatever feelings and depression she was having the look i will never forget the look on her face and the look in her eyes she looked so unhappy right and she looked mm-hmm. like somebody please come save me right come do something and i'm sure you know we're only looking at the surface of it and we don't know what happens behind closed doors or the conversations that are had or the fronts that are put up to you know protect people you just never know and i think ultimately you can't love someone be in a relationship be in a marriage really love someone and look at them and see that they're, they're miserable right or they're hurting and right. you don't do anything. Right. So I think ultimately, you know, it. I think it's a part of, he's like, I don't want this anymore because it's not conducive to me having a successful marriage and a partnership with my wife. Right. And my wife is not happy. And so he's what can not we happy do? either. So, you know, and that's the right. thing, like, you know, looking at him and him being you know, wanting, wanting more, wanting a normal life, normal, as normal as possible. That's always something that Mm -hmm. I felt like he wanted. He wanted to be in the military and he was high ranking and all that other stuff. Like he just wanted Uh, to be normal, you know? Do he have, do they got another brother or something? (laughs) They do Do, not. Do he have a twin that we don't know about? Like he just, he he just wants to be normal. You know, and, and what's the point? If you are not going to be king or queen, what is the point? Yeah, what is the point? He's like eighth in line or something like that. Right. The, aren't the aren't yeah. his nieces and nephews in front of him or something? Yes. Like, they, it's like, yeah. like, it's please, like his bye. father, then his brother, then his brother's kids or something like that. Right. So it's like he, he, he's like, what's, yeah, exactly what you said. What's the point? It's not going to go right. And it's anyway. not the life that he really wants to live. He's never, you know, he he's never wanted to be king. Yeah. That's not what, that was never the vibe that he's given off. So Yeah, because ultimately, like you said, ultimately, I think he saw what it did to his mom. Mm-hmm. Like his, his mom just wanted to live a normal life. Right, and, and she help was such people. a normal, sweet woman. I mean, you know, like even in America, people love Princess Diana and we don't have anything to do with uh, you know, the king and the queen. So like how she how how big of an impact, you know, that that she had 
But she wasn't going to be, you know, she wasn't going to be queen either because, but, you know, it is what it is. Like, it's just. Ain't the queen like 117 years old? She's 80. I'm sorry to say, (laughs) she's been alive forever. Her husband is, he's really old. Listen, they look like death warmed over, honey. He does. He looks really bad. She looks a little bit better when she smiles, but he looks like the the crib keeper. The crib keeper, yes. Something is wrong. With some skin laid on top of it, like <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just a real, real scary it's a real scary sight, I tell you. But I think that again, I'm happy for him. I think that they'll find a place of happiness. Right. And probably get the consideration that they weren't getting. Right. Before, the next so. time we see them, they're gonna have like three more kids. He's gonna be chopping wood. <laughs> She's gonna get back to work. I think that was the real mm-hmm. the real reason why she would wanted to move to Canada. She can film shows in Vancouver. She can, you know, mm-hmm. get back to work. She can have her life, you know, Them get back on TV be and whatever. Some Canadian bacon on a the porch. They'll be fine. They're, They're gonna be babies. relaxing, enjoying life. Right. They got some. They had some money set aside, and I think that it'll be better, you know, mentally. For all of them, so yeah, good I agree. For I agree. Good for them. They're so lastly, <laughs> look, not on this line. <laughs> no, nope, I'm sorry, my bad. Long live the queen. Long live the queen. Look, look. <laughs> so lastly, this is the part I've been waiting for. So <laughs> we got a new, we got a new business owner on the line. What's, What's good, Nadia? What's I mean, what's good me? with not your mama's lemonade? Tell listen, us about that. Listen, 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 listen. Go ahead, get your plug in. So listen, right? Okay. I don't know about everybody, but when I like to drink, I don't like to, to taste my alcohol. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like I like a good cocktail. I like to I like to nurse my drinks. So I can right. be coherent in case that ugly bald headed man next to me likes to come up to me and I can feed him the wrong number or something. I don't give him the right number. I give him the wrong number. I change about two or three digits. Okay. And I plus I like fruity stuff. I like stuff that tastes good. And then I like sometimes I like something that'll catch up to me. Okay. Mm. Now, some people like stuff that's a little harsh, but that's just my taste. That's my twist. I like stuff that's a little fruity, stuff that's a little girly. Now, about the beginning of the year, I was just sitting around chilling and I said, hmm, I need something. I I need a cocktail. I need a drink. What can I do that will taste delicious? And I'm sitting around combobulating and thinking and and just wondering what would taste delicious. What 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 what, what can you just sit around and drink? And I said, mm, some lemonade will be delicious right about now. Even though it's cold outside, some lemonade will be delicious, but it needs a little kick. It needs a kick. So I said, huh. What if we add some alcohol to it? Something that, you know what I mean? Add, just add some, some, some alcohol to it. You can sit around and drink it. I said, okay, let's add some alcohol to it. So I formulated. Damn, I should have been a bartender. I formulated. 
<laughs> a cocktail that tastes like lemonade, but it has alcohol in it, and it also comes with fresh fruits in it. Everything mm. has fruits in it. Now, nice. it comes in a mason jar. So the mason jar for people who who have their own homes, who like to decorate stuff like that, you keep the mason jar for yourself. Throw a couple candles in it, some flowers. Do what you please with it. So you have a mason jar, and we have right now three different flavors. We're gonna have a fourth, maybe within the next couple of weeks, probably about mid to late February. We have a regular lemonade flavor. We have a strawberry flavor that comes with strawberries in it. And in honor of the late Kobe and his daughter Gianna, we have a Mamba Sita flavor, which is what just so happens to be the colors of the Lakers jerseys. It is purple and yellow. Nice. And where can people get Nacho Mama's Lemonade? You can go to our Instagram page at N-O-T-Y-A-M-A-M-A-S-L-E-M-O-N-A-D-E. Not your mama's lemonade because it's not your mama's lemonade because your mama ain't made no lemonade like this. Okay. <laughs> All right. So y'all heard it. You heard it here. Not cousin idea has started making alcoholic lemonade. So go over to Instagram. Follow her on Instagram. She sells mason jars, and you also sell gallon, right? Am I? We have gallons. We have gallons. And she so also have gallons coming up. You got an event coming up. You got a barbecue or cookout here. If you got a baby shower, you want to make some more babies. We get, we got you. We All right, well, y'all heard it here. She got y'all, so make sure you go over to Instagram. Follow Not Your Mama's with an S on the end, Mama. Mama. Not Your Mama's Lemonade. Okay, yes. go over and follow it right now. Follow delicious. right now. Make it's sure delicious. you grab yourself a Mamba Sita. Get that Mamba Sita. Kobe Bryant, and the price is $13 to honor his daughter's age. Okay. It is $13. The regular is the regular lemonade is $12. The strawberry is $14. But right now, we got people ordering the Mamba Sita for Mr. Kobe Bryant. And like I said, it's purple and yellow. You can check it out for yourself. It is purple and yellow. So if you want to, throw on your number 8 jersey, throw on your number 24 jersey, and get you a Mamba Sita. Okay, and what sizes are they? They are 16 And what sizes are they? 16 ounces. 16 ounce mason jar of Nacho Mama's Lemonade. You will not even taste the alcohol. You won't taste the alcohol until you're about halfway through it. Mm -mm. It's a creeper. It's it's, it's a creepy little son of a son of a. All right. Well, y'all heard it here. Make sure you go and get Not Your Mama's Lemonade. Go follow on Instagram, especially if you're in the Philly area. Make sure you hit up Nadia for your alcoholic beverages. And speaking of making another baby, we're going to close it out with this. I'm going to give, we are going to give a shout out to Cousin Donnie, who has had a baby. 
had a baby since the last time uh, we were on. So congratulations to Donnie and Kenny on baby Kaden. Yes. Love sweet baby Ray. I don't care what nobody can say. His name is sweet baby Ray. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's so adorable so yeah cousin Donnie has been MIA but hopefully after she gets hang of those mommy duties she'll be back um, she and like, she's she been busy she's been working it out she's been busy <laughs> so again thanks for tuning in with us and we will talk to you later as ladies it's always fun talking to you girls I yes. always enjoy our conversation and yes, don't forget yes. to um, like, subscribe, and follow. You can follow up on, on Facebook. And you can send us an email at yourfavoritecousins at gmail.com. If you have any comments, suggestions, anything you want to hear us talk about, uh, make sure you hit us up, all right? Talk to you guys all right. soon. Bye. All right. Good night.